This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Tony B. Joker today. <laughs> Today, Joaquin Phoenix's full Joker look is revealed, <laughs> and might I say, he looks very dashing. Uh, also, some Chucky updates. I wonder what that devilish doll has been up to. <laughs> and also, Train to Busan remake? One question, why? That only came out just like two weeks ago. What's going on, Hollywood? Uh, uh, it just annoys me a lot. Uh, this is episode 45, and this is Horror Movie News. <laughs> Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. Don't you blame the movie? Uh, what? What's going what? on? Why not? What's happening, Anthony? Uh, what? Are you back? Uh, yeah. What's oh, it's good. There's some guy sitting in your chair. Just yeah. Who is he? Just I, don't know. I just got yeah. in. I was like, what's happening? Y'all, hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> That's what you're doing. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that opening. I hope I didn't creep you out or anything. Uh, this is Horror Movie News. We are on episode 45. What? Bah, bah, bah. Yes. Old. We are, <laughs> we are, we are old. Yay! <laughs> and we are coming to you live here in North Hollywood, sunny California. My name is Anthony Becerra, and you can find me later. What's up, everybody? Carrie Lane here, and I'm live in the chat. I see a couple people already joining us. Welcome. If you're watching it later, comment down oh, below. Oh yeah, they're talking about the story. Hey guys, I'm Ollie Drennan. Right on. And today we have a jam-packed show. But first, we're gonna get started Yay. with where to find us. So. You can find us at youtube.com slash popcorntalknetwork. Also catch us on the popcorntalknetwork.com official website. And everywhere on social media, Twitter, and Instagram. at Horror News PTN. Yes, yes, yes. They really liked your intro. I hope so. I went, I went, I went for it. And last but not least... Uh, podcatchers, I mean podcasts. Where are you, where are you, <laughs> po- where are you catch your pods? Um, it y- works. You know, preferably on iTunes because they kind of, you know, originated everything. But anyways, I leave a five star rating on iTunes. Type in horror movie news. Looks for this thumbnail behind me, and yeah, give us our fe- your feedback and whatnot. Um, please, we really appreciate it. Pretty much, the more uh, the more reviews we have, the likely people are able to find us. So we would greatly appreciate it if our fans do your part and. Uh, just rate the show and if you have then kudos to you um yeah so let me just break down this show on uh, how, how what we're, how we're gonna go about it so pretty much um uh we're gonna go into our news before that i do have a little like uh, honorary mention we did have a, a a film in the box office i would say it's hot softcore uh, horror um we'll talk about that a bit how it gateway did. drug 
Yeah, in a sense, yeah. For it's it's like horror for kids. Um, also, we're gonna do the our news releases of the week. Uh, what film is coming out this weekend? Um, as well as our the abyss segment, and last but not least, our horror history. And then we're gonna end the show with some fan epitaphs. And also, I have the Mandy poster that I got when I went to go see Mandy. Yeah. Yes, and it's a it's a it's a special like a dish from the Frida. Yeah, which is like the 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 art house theater that's from my city. Which mm-hmm. I am very proud of, um, and yeah, so uh, I will be giving that away, but not just willy nilly. Oh no, you're gonna have to jump through hoops with little kitties. So stay tuned for that, and see, uh, listen closely as to what you will have to do in order to win. Yeah, there, there they are. <laughs> in order to win uh, this poster, so we'll we'll touch on that at the end. We'll for sure touch on that. But first, let's get into it. So uh, we did have a movie that opened up at the box office. I was. Uh, can I consider it horror? Honestly, I, I, did you guys see this movie? No. I didn't yet, but I really want to. Okay, well, first let's say the name of the movie. The house with a clock in its walls. Say it slowly, otherwise you'll say something else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh, yeah. So, so I happen to see it. So, just I want to talk just about performance. Um, it came out at number one in the box office. It made $26 million out of a $42 million budget. So, I'm sure it's going to recuperate that. It's like more than halfway there already. And probably a lot on video, too. Like, families renting it. Red oh Box yeah, and VOD and everything later as well. Oh for oh, yeah. sure, yeah. So definitely, I would say it's a win at the, win for yeah. horror at the box office. So horror yeah, family's yes. good too. Yeah, it's 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 it. There is one. Well, I'm gonna talk about it in the abyss because I that's what I'm gonna talk about. There's one scene that I really want to talk about, but yes. we'll, we'll stay tuned. <laughs> so let's kick it off. Um, so I'm like ecstatic about this Joker movie, and I can tell. and I want to talk about it. I've never been this excited for a DC property since never. So just gonna say yeah, right? Yeah. So like, um, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about this. Um, I wanna I wanna I wanna play the the test screen the screen test for like the makeup. Um, oh, we'll get we'll get into that. So it's it's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline it's so it's so good though the music that's behind it um the way how his 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 clown mask flashes yeah so here it is how the music just sets the tone for me oh oh it's so good (laughs) oh my god i just i just love everything about this i'm like gushing over this surprise yeah this is so good and then you finally get that transformation, yes! And then he got the crooked teeth, and he's got the attitude with it. Ah, I'm all for it. I am loving it. So that was released about last last Friday, and that like blew up the internet. Um, and then afterwards, um, they've been releasing pictures, like multiple pictures, nonetheless, mainly because you know they want to get ahead of the curve of like of uh, leaks and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a it's a, a just very, gets people interested, anyways, too. Yeah, it's a very smart move on their part. Um, so yeah, once we get those pictures up, that'd be great to go through them. But let's go over the cast for now. So this cast is pretty stacked. Mm-hmm. So we have Francis Conroy, Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, Mark Maron, and Brett Cullen. And I believe Brett Cullen is going to be 
playing uh, Thomas Wayne, which is uh, Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne's father. Mm-hmm. And I don't know to what capacity he's going to be involved in the storyline, but I know Mark Maron is going to be a he's going to be a uh, a comedian. I'm guessing like the owner of the comedy club that he works at and he, where he falls from Grace, I guess. But yeah, let's look at these pictures. Wow. My God, like that picture. The right? purple suit. The yeah, that they actually dude. gave him the purple suit. It's mm-hmm. so sick. Is that, a, is that a green ascot I'm seeing? Yeah. I think so. Or, or, there's uh, green not... sleeve underneath. Oh, no, regular. Oh, and his hair is like... It's uh, colorful and I'm mm-hmm. here for it. That's what the Joker is. Yeah. It's colorful. It's, it's a little reminiscent of the, uh, the Heath Ledger uh, Joker yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, like that same like... Uh, paint style it looks mm-hmm. like but i love that his left eye his left eye is like the diamond you can go on to the next one his left eye is like diamond shaped and his other right eye is like mm-hmm. is, is horizontal mm-hmm. one's vertical and so i was like that's so kooky and nice i like i like it um i don't really see visible scars on his mouth or anything which mm-hmm. i'm totally okay with like <laughs> i don't really I don't, I don't really think um he needs to have any scars i don't even know if that's like part of his original like origin mm-hmm. if he had scars on his face there's um, a smile for you but yeah, oh look at that smile! Just it's a sinisterly like ha- like gaily smile. He's just like yeah, I'm wrecking the town. And then I believe in some of the p- other pictures as well. We ha- we see like uh, uh, clowns in the background. Like uh, if you can see like th- you can see some. Maybe it's a little blurry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one's more clear. There's like clowns in the background. I'm guessing that's his posse. Mm-hmm. There's a sign up that says uh, "Clown for Mayor," I believe. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, dang, this is. This is, I am dripping with yes, 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 yes. Uh, <laughs> um, and I love that it's going to be a $55 million budget. Like, it's, it, and they're, they're touting, it, touting it off as a mid budget crime thriller than a superhero blockbuster. And I'm like, yeah, I'm so down for this direction. I like the direction they're going in. They also say it's, it's supposed to be a darker and more experimental in tone and content. Uh, if you're questioning why are you covering this on horror movie news, well, buddy boy, I'll tell ya. Because the Joker's a horrific, horrific uh, villain. Like, he's terrifying. <laughs> and also, clowns are scary. Like, to this day. Um, a little... I mean, I'm not scared of clowns and don't test that theory um but yeah they're they can be terrifying I and mean, just look at it that was in the documentary the that mm-hmm. was one of the categories killer clown killer clowns <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so i just wanted to like uh sh- share everyone with like my love for that screen test and how great it was yeah. and like uh, comment down in the live chat also after the fact if you're feeling up if you how are you how are you feeling about this film i think this is going to be one of the most successful dc films out there <laughs> um besides anything anything that's come out um and yeah, I I have high hopes for this one. Mm-hmm. I gotta they say they should go dark because that's I'm... how DC is better in their way to be because they can go dark. Yes, it's like just, just go. Yeah, I mean, embrace it. Zack Snyder's films were touted as being dark and gritty. You, but yeah, it's not exactly. that dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, visually, literally, no, yes. I'll say like the Dark Knight no. is darker, but anyway. Well, the, yeah, definitely. I, the fact that it's saying more experimental, I think that really alludes mm-hmm. to the fact that they are going to go f- full force with it. Mm-hmm. To me, and he, to me, he looks like creepier than than Pennywise, honestly. And per- with, with that makeup. And personally, like, um, the more limited you are in resources, the more in the, the more that breeds innovation, especially mm-hmm. for like um, for directors that. Yeah, for yeah, especially for like directors who you know um, aren't aren't really used to big budgets. I think uh, that's where they shine. I think smaller budgets are where mm. really good stuff can happen. Yeah, yeah. So 
I think I've said enough. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to move on. And Let's I wait think... for that rating. What are we going to get? Mm-hmm. PG-13? Or yeah. Rated R? Oh, yeah, you were a little timid about it. That's right, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, Edgar Alves just commented, will it be PG-13? So I'm wondering what they're going to oh, do. Oh, I yeah. could see this being R easily, but we'll mm-hmm. see. I mean, even PG-13, it could still be f- uh, a fun ride, but I really hope they don't. Well, if they're really going more the don't. crime thriller, then, yeah. then they can maybe pull it off. I really Rugged. hope they don't do... PG-13, but... Rugged I, English in the chat says, I want all the madness. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Also, what's up, everybody in the chat? Welcome. And Media Shock says, great, great I, to have you. <laughs> I couldn't care what plastic DC fanboys are saying. Try stopping me to uh, see this Joker. Yeah, I'm so down. I don't know why any DC fan wouldn't be psyched for this. Mm-hmm. It looks so... I mean, I'm like, like, I've seen a trailer. It looks so good, guys. No. I'm just... The feeling I get from this film is great. Mm-hmm. So, and it's something I rarely feel. Like, this is what I felt for, like, Hereditary when it was coming out. Mm. Yeah, so it's like, it's like that kind of feeling, you know. Yeah. But or we'll see. Yeah, seeing it in motion makes me feel a lot better. And yeah. just seeing, knowing that the cast is going to be really strong. Francis Conroy, Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, like, mm-hmm. and obviously Joaquin, like, I think... Feeling a lot better about it. Right on. Mm-hmm. All right, take it away, Child's Play. Oh, hey. Child's Play. Yes, we mentioned this previously that we are getting a Child's uh, Play remake, and we got the first look finally. Yes. Uh, of the iconic mm. doll. So there it is. Yeah. What y'all think about that? It's it like <laughs> a different mean, kind of plastic, like almost yeah. like a porcelain doll. I was yeah. about to say porcelain. It looks very but proper. But that's cool and creepy <laughs> in its own way. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Come to find out, Aubrey Plaza is actually going to be the. Yes. I love her. That's I love me like, yes. some Aubrey Plaza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she did, but like I want she killed th- it in Legion. This is like more serious. Like, well, she's done well, serious. Legion. Well, this is like a horror film. You know, like yeah. she's the mom of this child who has this psychotic <laughs> killer. You know, she's yeah, very yeah. dry. No, she's yeah, a dry yeah. actor. That she's literally who mm-hmm. she plays. You know, and I love mm-hmm. her for it. Um, but she's going to be the mom. She, uh, We have Brian Tyree Henry. Who's, paper boy, paper who's, boy, uh, come and get your paper boy. We also have From Gabriel. <laughs> Sorry. I Brian, don't watch that. That's why, yeah. Brian, Brian, Brian Tyree Henry is from Atlanta. <laughs> He's also voicing the father for Miles Morales in uh, Into oh, the Spider-Verse. Nice. That's, his, that's his voice. Uh, we got Gabriel Bateman as our new Andy Barclay. He has a great look to him as like the kid who... Wants is gonna <laughs> potentially be killed. <laughs> oh yeah, we said the robot doll. That yeah, he has like a cowering look. Sky Sky Patterson in the chat says, "I am not excited about Child's Play reboot. I absolutely love the talent involved, but I'm not impressed." Yeah, I mean, I like Aubrey and I like uh, Brian Henry, mm-hmm. um, but. Am I excited for this? Not really. I want to see it. I want to see the trailer. The trailer. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it nonetheless, you know, but. I, I want to see Aubrey Plaza just scream, you know, <laughs> like run, you know. Uh, but the official plot synopsis. Here we go. Here we go. Child's Play follows a mother, Plaza, who gives her son, Bateman, a toy doll for his birthday, unaware of its more sinister nature. We talked about it being not a robot so much doll. That's robot, right. Robotic, like artificial intelligence, as opposed to the original, like a psychotic killer being transported into the doll. Um, early plot details refer to the new Chucky as the robot doll, reportedly a doll that gets hacked. So he's going to be hacked. And I'm wondering, like, how, like, why is this particular doll going to be hacked? Mm. Are there more killer dolls? But wasn't, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't it like a Chinese, remember we read it yeah. was like mm-hmm. a, the Chinese worker Overseas. hacks it before he died. He ends up committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Damn, that's great. And I was wondering, like, what if, what if Chucky himself learns how to hack more Chuckies and there's like a <laughs> yeah, army exactly. of Chuckies? Make a little army? Charles Blake, mm-hmm. I mean, army. He has a family. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you know, later at, at some later on. We'll see. Sort of. Yeah, and um, 
Oh, sorry. David Katzenberg and Seth Graham Smith um, from It are producing it. So Ooh, they got, you know, they have a good eye. Yeah, it'd be really interesting. All right. Any any other thoughts about this? Um, I'm not like super psyched about. It. I'm kind of like I'm I'm like lo- I think we're all timid. like behind the wall, like curious. Like mm-hmm. I haven't catched I haven't caught like the recent <laughs> Chucky films. I, yeah. I really I really like the first one. Growing up as a kid, they terrified me. Like I did not want to see any Chucky films. Like they were, I was horrified by from Chucky. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'll wait and see on this one. You know, I'm not. It's not. It's I'm not, not gonna be rushing. I guess it's because like it's not really super like. I don't know, original for me, yeah. you know? I like the new take, though, so that's kind of what interests me. Also, mm-hmm. the actors is what interests me, so if anything, I'd go for them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be saying this for sure. If it's a hard R2, like, mm-hmm. I want to see some creative, like, Death. kills. Then I yeah. get excited, yeah. yeah. Like, what if, what if Chucky can, like, hack into other things, like, <laughs> into uh, other technology, yeah. you know? That like, could be good and creepy. You can just, like, Because yeah. we use technology for, like, everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows how smart this Chucky, yes. this Chucky kid is? <laughs> it also makes me kind of sad, the off, off subject, it also makes me sad about how, like, uh, like technology kind of, like, dampens horror a little bit if you think about it. that's another conversation right. but like mm. i kind of i was watching from my abyss this week i was watching like halloween and i thought like oh my god this is so scary because like there's no technology yeah present. can't call somebody yeah, yeah. On your cell phone. 1978 dude like yeah i don't know it's also small town that's there's another not... that's another story or another topic sorry guys yeah no that's <laughs> yeah. a great topic I, I, like will, I will still see this for sure absolutely yeah, yeah. i need to I, I eventually want to watch all chucky films just because you know mm-hmm. he's so iconic um, Carrie, take All it right. away. Uh, continuing the Jack Black news, the one, uh, the new Go- Goosebumps movie is coming out October 12th, and I don't know, I was excited for it because I'm like, oh, I like the first one. I didn't think Jack Black was actually in it, mm-hmm. but then it's like, oh, he is going to be in it as Arlstein. Stein. I'm like, wait, it's coming out in a few weeks, and how did we not know this? So I yes. feel that's an interesting, like, either they kept it under wraps, or it's weird they didn't push it. Well, I believe I read the uh, an article that said it was revealed in a TV spot, mm. and we actually have that TV spot Woo! if Steve wants to roll it for us. So yeah, they just played this, and then just like, hey, by the way, Jack's in it. Like, and we're like, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for this. I like little. The first fun. one was so fun. Yeah, the first one was fun, and I, I mean, yeah. And the critters and like monsters are all cool. Yeah. Oh, this it's looks cheeky. funny. Look, Rawr, and they're yeah. like killers, gummy bears. That's what them. I was thinking about. <laughs> right? Eat them they'll they give eat you them. upset stomach and make uh, you kill you from they, the inside. They I don't freak know. out. Oh my god, that's terrifying. Uh, I read. I grew up reading Goosebumps books too, I so loved, I was yeah. excited for this one. And then also that ties into the fact too. Um, that that Arlstein is coming out with six more Goosebumps books, which I'm curious about. I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, I did like this though as an author because it's kind of cool that like you know you wrote these books in the '90s and now there's movies today, mm-hmm. which is similar to Clock with the Wall, uh, Clock in the Walls. Um, well, careful, I was like the whole one, short, oh, yeah. abbreviating. Uh, so. Stein dropped the news talking about his new book. Said, "I don't think authors retire." Um, so I think uh, when asked about his prolific career potentially coming to an end at some point, he says, quote, I think of Robert B. Parker, who just dropped dead on the keyboard. I think that's the way to go. Anyway, I just signed on to do six more Goosebumps books. And then Stein also joked, maybe some of them will be post... Um, Post-humus? Humus, there we go. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, that's 
kind of dark and funny. So yeah. anyway, uh, yay for Goosebumps 2 coming out October 12th. Yeah. And I'm excited because I like the first one. It was super fun. Yeah, it was when really was fun. When was that released? Was that just released? That yet? was just on, like, on TV. I don't know. I saw it mm. over the weekend, I believe. And I was wow. just like, oh, he is in the movie? <laughs> I'm guessing he's going to be. He's gonna come out like towards the very end or something. Yeah. Like, maybe the last 15, 12, like 10 minutes. Yeah. He might come on and be wow. like, I'm here to save you. Or well, like, I'm going to help you guys family, out. Yeah. Um, which is totally fine because none of the Goosebumps. As I recall, they're not really super connected. It's always like a new family and everything, and maybe there's some overlap, mm, but not right. really. Um, a lot of people in the chat are like, "Oh, that went under the radar." Same, I was, right. I knew yeah. it was kind of coming out, yeah. and then I didn't know Jack Black was in. It's like, guys, you should have led with that. Yeah, but oh. maybe he's in it a little bit, like you said. So maybe they weren't like, "Hey, mm. um, Westy Kid says the puppet." Yep, slappy <laughs> uh, steals the show. And then Sky Patterson says, I might go see the sequel. Media Shop says, grabs popcorn. <laughs> um, I'm up for a good popcorn flick. Yeah, this is a popcorn, yeah, this a, popcorn oh, flick. Yeah, for sure. Also, uh, the kid uh, from It's Jeremy Ray T- Taylor, isn't mm-hmm. it? And I want to see his more of his acting chops mm-hmm. before It comes out as well. Yeah. I thought he was a really great... Uh, a, a great character in uh, in it's because like he had like some nuances about how like he's crushing on the girl, but yeah. he can't tell her. So I thought it was, it was very cute. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see him in a movie. Um. And yeah, I can't wait to to. I'm 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 for this one. Rugged English. I saw Eng- House with the Clock in its Walls. Also, yeah. I'll see Goosebumps too. Rugged English says in the chat, "I just finished. I just watched the first Goosebumps over the weekend. I'm intrigued." So, yeah. yeah, it's fun stuff. It's and they're, fun. On, they're on Netflix, like the series. I love the TV series. Oh, that's right. So you should watch the series. Yeah. Watch the series. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then like watch the movie and see all like and if there's per- any references from the books in the series. Yeah, it's perfect time because oh, yeah. in my memory of reading the books too, they're all set in like fall and someone moving to a new town. So I'm like, ooh, it's October time. And mm. I know we're in September. Yeah, but they're still. fun stuff. I want to I yeah. start reading them again. All right. They're fun to read now. Really quick read. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, this is a quick little bit from me. Um, so I thought this was interesting. So Lionsgate, um, they, they used to be on top in the horror game. They they mm-hmm. brought us Saw and the Hostel Hostel franchises. Mm-hmm. They did. They gave us My Bloody Valentine 3D, which I'm not. Have you guys seen? It was that? fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I didn't seen see it 3D, but um, it has Dean from Supernatural. So right on, uh, Jason. Yeah. Michaels, or I don't know their names. Anyways, but yeah. So it's also Dean. they brought us the. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. It's He's Dean. only one person. It's Dean. It's, they also brought us the Descent, which I loved. Ooh. Sinister, which was creepy. B, my God. And uh, one of my favorites, uh, The Cabin in the Woods, which mm-hmm. I thought was great. So they definitely dominated it with, like, the early 2000s or so. Yeah, they They did. definitely started uh, the torture porn genre, or, like, they helped ignite awesome. that fire. Yeah. Um, but now it's Blumhouse that's on top, you know, um, with its... I would say Blumhouse is uh, mainstream horror, and I would like to personally also say A24 is kind of, like... On top, but I would say it's more like the the art house yeah. for 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 A twenty four and Blumhouse is more accessible horror. Yeah, A twenty four, you'd be like, what was that about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it it comes at night. A lot of people were just like, I don't know how I feel about this. But it also yeah. brought us Hereditary, which I love, yeah. and that was polarizing, which I also love. And um, they also brought us, I believe it was, uh... yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I want to say it was um uh what's that the the quiet, the quiet place was oh. I believe was it eight twenty four no I, I might be wrong mm. on that one sorry sorry about that chat feel chat, free to correct me I'm sorry um but yeah so the, I dub that but yeah so Lionsgate uh seems to be falling about behind in the horror game yep and uh, Lionsgate vice chairman Michael Burns said at a recent Goldman Sachs communi- communicopia conference said that. We used to own horror. 
we're going to own it again. Mm. Mm, that's a bold statement coming mm. from you, Mr. Burns. Uh, chat pointing out, Media Shock says legendary. Legendary did a lot of right. horror films too, and I feel not as much. Where are they at? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so he says this. He, he it's a bold statement. Um, and I want to look at like further down the line the, the the pipeline for them. The most recent one is Hellfest, which is being released mm-hmm. this Friday. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more in our release dates. But yeah, it's 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 Hellfest. It's the only one coming out this weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, by the way, Quiet Place was Paramount Pictures. Got it. Okay, so I was wrong. It's fine. Uh, I'm not gonna cry at night. <laughs> <laughs> you can cry a little. It's okay. <laughs> one tear. That's it. Um, further down the line, they have this film called The Cobweb, which is about a kid who hears um, voices in the walls. And then his family, his parents are like, no, you're fine. It's cool. You're, there's nothing there. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go look for them and bring them out. And so that, just the premise alone looks sounds, sounds creepy. That sounds kind of cool. That's intriguing. Yeah, right? Like, the oh. next one is The Bride, which I don't know much about. There's not much, too much there. Mm. And Hellboy, which is a remake with David or Dave Harbour, which is the, the sheriff from um, Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Yes. I was definitely not excited about the idea of remaking because it's another one like, why? Yeah. But but I do like him, so I'm kind of like, all right, you've kind of won me over that I'll check it out. I think he's a great, he'd be a great, he's great, a great Hellboy. Um, so yeah, that, so that's that. Um, leave your thoughts on this. It's it's a bold statement. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it, if if now's the time for competition with within the horror genre, like it's well, now's the time. <laughs> yes. Pretty much, like it's it's everyone's welcoming it. People love horror nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like and uh, yeah, it's it's good fun stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm all for it. I said if if you want to try to take out Blumhouse, go right ahead. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Don't bring back any torture porn though. <laughs> That's all I was saying. I agree. I no agree. no hostile hostile. But hostile's okay because they get the revenge at the end. I mean, yeah. Okay. And if you haven't yeah. seen it yet, that's totally not spoilers. Because come on, it's been out for a very long time. I'm okay with those where like bad things happen, horrible things happen, but right. they're able to get the revenge. Because if they don't, then it's just very unsatisfying. Okay. Because we covered that movie. Uh, I'm like, oh, what's the one with the girl in the like the outback kind of area? We oh, revenge. Did. Revenge. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that one. That was it's good. that one's also torture porn essentially. But her getting the revenge, revenge at the end. It's a revenge, uh, rape revenge film. Yeah. yeah. That's but like, it's still, that's, I think that's a subgenre. Uh, overlap. There we go. Uh, Venn diagram. There we go. They overlap a little bit. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> All Jeez, right. Diagram. Right on. Um. So yeah. Uh. So that. So that's that. Oh. Oh. Um, Twisted Pictures. Do we rent rugged English goes Twisted Pictures. Do they rank among the top horror makers? They did. Remember, it was a logo where it's like the, a like a big wire? nail spike and barbed yeah. wire, and it would twist, and it was like Twisted Pictures. Where's that from? Uh, they're they're like a production company oh, okay. too. Of that was before the was beginning like, of movies too. I totally remember we, that we logo. Some, I'm not sure. We had homework like, to do. We yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Good one. Yeah, Media Shock also said, yeah, Twisted Pictures most definitely. Yeah, they they haven't done much lately, but that's a very specific logo yeah, that I'm like, I yes, that I remember. That. I think okay, I think it's starting to come back to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll definitely have to look into that one as well. Moving on, Ollie, you've got some walking things. Some really walking news. (laughs) (laughs) So all you Walking Dead fans, I loved The Walking Dead. Now not so much. I'm so behind. And like, I feel like, I (laughs) I feel like it's kind of coming to an end, especially with this kind of news Uh coming up. So apparently there's a report by Bloomberg saying that there's going to be some Walking Dead films. Films. Walking Hmm. Dead films. This is weird, because Walking Dead, it's a series. And it's so funny, because it's, like, it's so popular as, like, comics, and even the TV show, it's still Mm -hmm. on, I don't know for how long, but 
This has been a rumor for many years. But the report says... AMC's, which owns the popular zombie apocalypse series, plans to produce multiple movies multiple movies and new TV shows based on the graphic novels that spawn the series according to people familiar with the plans. AMC has talked to several large media companies about partnering on the projects which collectively could cost several hundred million dollars, said the people, who asked not to be identified because the plans are still being worked hmm. out. So, I don't know. What do you guys think about... Do you, do you want The Walking Dead to, like, end? Or, like, wh- what do you think about this? Put it out of its misery, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I am... Double tap. I right? am, yeah, double tap. I, honestly, um, pers- personally, for me, it died for me a long time ago. Mm. Would you, um, were you, like, a fan of it, though? I was... At the beginning. Yeah. So was I. Like, everyone else. Like, and yeah. I, I was, like, really into the comics. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was Same. really into the comics. And then I fell off the comics. And I started watching the show. I fell off the show. And then I'm I'm baffled as to how it's still going on. Yeah. Um. And I, personally, this this I I think this feels like a hail mary. Like mm-hmm. I was like I, I, the show's dying. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're they're in denial of the show dying, mm-hmm. and um they're doing like a hail mary. Like hey, we're gonna do movies and more TV shows, mm-hmm. and then it feels like what do you say about that? Kind of yeah. like they're gauging their audience. And I'm not for it. I don't really care for The Walking Dead. Like, what are you going to do? Like, how many... How can you make this genre that's been literally beat to death and it's come back over? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how it's do just you, like a zombie. Exactly. Like, how do you and make this... And the games, too. How do you... So it's ooh, not like they're... The games were f- good. The Telltale which, games. Uh, not, that apparently company not has, that like, good. died. Yeah, it's going under. It's very yeah. sad. But does that mean we can still play the game? No, you can still play it. And there are more Walking Dead games being made. Yeah, so... No, or... Uh, I feel it's a take it or leave it, like, cool if they make Mm -hmm. it, but I'm so far behind that unless it's, like, a whole new thing Mm -hmm. and just setting that... Like, that could be where they have potentials. Like, just do new things in that universe with totally different people. Mm -hmm. There's just... Yeah, it's just, like, a huge... I think people are going to be, like, overwhelmed. Like, oh, there's all more. Yeah. And I... And And you're like, I'm not... it's ugh. me being a fan of it and just seeing how much it's grown and expanded. Mm-hmm. Yet there's just like so much. Like there's other shows I want to watch, y'all. Like I don't know about this, but like I feel like with The Walking Dead, it's just like one. Of, it's a good example of like something that the comics like don't translate translate well to like like live action or like they could have gone darker and they didn't. That's where I started falling off because I'm like, mm. oh my gosh, that part was so big. Yeah, and and I'm like, did you read it? It was even crazier. And you're not limited like with a comic, whereas like cable television you are mm-hmm. you yeah. have all those restrictions you can't say they give like a couple f-bombs now it's i don't know it just doesn't they killed yeah. carl <laughs> they did it was like weird what? Well, it's, it's really what? weird There's anyways stuff, whatever yeah. it's fine yeah. um but yeah. that's Anywho. that's that's my take on all that mm-hmm. um but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting lukewarm yeah. I just wanted to talk yeah. about it a little bit yeah. it's less than my Chucky level <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you that much <laughs> that, was, that was my lowest now it's lower than that chat, let us know in the comments chat yeah what if do you you're here for them, them walking deads uh, Edgar Alv says I stopped uh, to wa- I stopped watching Walking Dead a long time ago yeah see yeah. alright uh, real quick let's get into this next yes. bit of news so uh, if you guys have not seen it yet you should do Check it out. Um, Train to Busan is getting a remake. It's Fantastic a, film. It's a really good zombie one. Definitely pull your emotions and zombies on a train. Emotion, Not on a plane, but yeah. on a train. Like, sat, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll tug at your heartstrings. Yes. It'll scare you. There are some good scares and definitely one of those, like, you're It'll sitting there like, you. run! Yeah. Run faster! Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so it's going to have with Yon Sang Ho working on a sequel to his 2016. So it only came out like two years ago. Yeah. Hit Train to Busan. We've learned that there's going to be an Engl- English language remake in the works. And I'm like, oh, come on, just read the subtitles, people. Um, so it's reported by <laughs> Deadline. James Wan will be producing the remake with Gary Doberman of It and the Nun writing the script. So maybe. Uh, the site details, I'm hearing that five bidders are circling or have made some bids, and the rights package will sell this week uh, for seven-figure sum. New Line Universal, which just stepped up, Paramount Lionsgate, and Screen Gems are all in the mix. So it's a really great uh, horror film set in South Korea. I'm So the quick synopsis is, while a zombie virus uh, breaks out in South Korea, passengers struggle to survive on a train from Seoul to Busan. Uh, no director is attached yet. Um, I'm only concerned because we don't really... We have trains here in the U.S., but, like, it's not... And it, it's much bigger thing in other countries. Get an American family and stick them in Busan. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty well, much... Like, travelers, I don't yeah. even want an American family. Why can't we have, you know, or, South Koreans? I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, That's how I thought like, making so, okay, so Americanizing. Is this, sorry, is this, <laughs> is this film going to be, like, not trained? It's going to be called something sure. different, like, trained to Brooklyn or something? Like, That's what I mean. If they said it here in the Coney U.S., Island. we don't, we have to, yes, yeah. there's the Amtrak, yes, there's trains, but, like, this one They're is, not, like, long. we normally would line. drive in the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I was like, mm. Just, and like, then, zombies in traffic. <laughs> it's, 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 it's more like road trip to Busan. <laughs> yeah, see, we're more road trip here. Uh, I don't know. I'm not terribly excited, no, but don't think I'm curious. And I just feel it's lazy when, like, oh, let's make an English remake. It's like, oh, I don't think it's necessary. Isn't that even, It's not necessary. Even not the, necessary. But it's Hollywood. But doesn't yes. the original film even have, like, an English audio? I'm pretty sure they did that with um, the host. I, think. Uh, I would imagine. I don't know, but probably. I think they yeah. also there's an animated prequel yes. to it on Shutter. So all around, I I don't I'm mm-hmm. not really excited for this, but I get it because it's Hollywood yeah. and also James Wan. Um, mm-hmm. And <sighs> I personally did not like to. I didn't really think the nun had the greatest writing, so that's also like oh mm-hmm. no, I didn't. You know, so it's yeah. like it's really it's really rough on this one. Yeah. So and yes, media shock. People should appreciate the original. Agree. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, yeah, the original came out two years ago. It doesn't yes. need a remake right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah. we actually tweeted about this, and I replied that this is pointless. And Sky Sky replied to me, who and he had a good a good call. He just, he he brought me to my senses. I was like, mm. yeah, he's right. He goes, Sky Patterson. He goes, it's called it's it's called Hollywood, and they love money and a cool idea. So why not make a remake of Train to Busan? Mm. You know how this works and how and who this goes. You do have the right to not go see the film. I'm not. That's what he's saying. He's not going to see yeah. it. I like the original, but I'm not interested in zombie films anymore. And personally, mm. I don't think America or like I personally, I'm over zombie. <laughs> Once the the zombie boom came about, I got over zombie. I'm like a weird like. They zombie do a hipster. couple new things yeah. in the movie, though, that they change up. Not, like, revolutionary changes, but there's some things in it that you're like, ooh, that was a nice approach. Right. Yeah. We, we liked zombies when zombies weren't cool. Like, Resident Evil, I yeah. grew up on that. Yeah. You know, PS2, you know. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> not we'll calling see. myself a purist, but. <laughs> we'll see. I, st- I still do want to see uh, The Night Eats the World or whatever, the French film that's a, that's a recent zombie film. Um, yeah, it's more existential take on it. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do when you, you got your situ- living situation settled, but like you're just bored? Surviving the zombie apocalypse. Oh. Sounds interesting. Okay. Um, also, uh, this time I just want to give you a, a quick shout out to our fans out there. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for so much for being in the live chat. Really appreciate it. Um, if you guys 
uh, give us again those thumbs up and everything, all that goody, 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 good stuff. We'd really appreciate it. And now let's go into our release for the week. So pretty much we only have one film that's being released on in theaters and really VOD. Uh, there's some films in VOD, but they did not really uh, tickle me in the right way. So um, I think Hellfest is the one to go to if because I usually can only watch one one movie, uh, one film a weekend. Mm-hmm. So I just try to watch one. Um, Hellfest is definitely the one I got my crosshairs on. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I actually met the director at uh, Scare LA, and I would like to have him on the show, yeah. but I tweeted, I, I like cold tweeted him through, the, so ho- hopefully we can, we'll get him yeah. on. If not, yeah. it's okay. Um, he was actually also the editor for uh, Get Out, which Ooh. I thought was interesting. Nice. Yes. Um, so we are now going to hit The Abyss. It's pretty much the segment where we talk about movies that we have seen. We have to keep this very short because we are running out of time, and I really want to get into this horror history. So um, I'll go first. I'll be very brief with this i saw the house with the clock in its wall it's fun it's a kids movie um overall was i guess i'll compare it to goosebumps i I like goosebumps slightly more than uh, a clock on its walls um but i do like i did like the actors um kate blanchett and jack black was were phenomenal in it um as well as a kid um there was this very, very disturbing scene of the Jack Black baby head. Mm-hmm. My God, <laughs> that is ridiculous! And they made it with practical effects, like the baby's practical, but the the head CGI. But it looks, Ooh. it looks so good. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is happening? Like it, <laughs> it was very distraught. Like I was very distraught afterwards. Okay. Um. So if anything, go watch it for that scene, and you'll be like, yeah, that was some fudged up. Sh- <laughs> like this is a kids movie. Like it's so weird. And then he pees. Ugh. Oh. Anyways, anyways, that's that's me. Okay. Uh, on to the next. Um, I saw a new one that's in theaters, Assassination oh. Nation. Dude, I want to watch that one. I want to see that. that. Uh, I saw a 10 p.m. show. My theater had one other couple, another couple who left, and then one guy who, like, would get up and leave. And I'm like, what are you doing? Okay, okay. Stay so on target. This theater, in terms of people got up and left, uh, it is wild. Like, literally, when I walked out, texted him, I was like, it's wild. It's polarizing, um, too, it's, I've heard. It takes a while for the violence. So if you're going for, like, the violence, it takes a long time to actually get to that. Okay. But that's okay because it's building up this world and these people. So the idea is, if you've never heard about this movie, uh, if Salem was modern set today, which I think some people don't get that. I'm like, it's the Salem Witch Trials. Salem like, those trials. really happen. So the same virtual, idea. virtual age. Yes. So uh, a very prominent figure in town gets hacked and all their information gets spread and then other people's information starts spreading and then people start freaking out and blaming, like, who's the person doing it? And then yeah. the main girls, like, they're the targets of a lot of that attention. Um, I thought they were fun. Uh, it's super, like, girl power and just real talk. Like, when they're talking, it felt like real conversations. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. totally. Uh, Overall thought, what I definitely up. thumbs up. Uh-huh. And the more I've talked about it after, I'm like, oh, I really did like it. It's one of the you have to it sounds like you have to really like let it simmer for a couple of days so. and you'll be like you'll still think about it and you'll you'll mm, find yeah. more appreciation for it that's like, awesome right after you're just like whoa that was crazy and that's then so after cool. you're just like okay no really you should go see oh it. my god yeah. i do want to watch this. i know you I guys are gonna too. love it okay oh i mentioned it earlier i rewatched halloween John oh that's right halloween. yes yeah. so freaking good it makes me so excited for halloween next month yes please if you haven't seen it you need to watch it like i really wish i was alive for the time mm. when it was released to i know see it would have blown my socks off the actual like how frightening it would have been mm. for me at that time period and just technology oh. you're i love you that, technology but 
That, it's a different that world. POV <laughs> shot, that P, like you know the, the opening shot yes. though is so good. Like that's like my favorite part when the, yeah. when he, they take off the mask and then the the, the camera zooms out slowly. Mm-hmm. Ah, fantastic! Yeah. So just go see it, and I'm really excited to see the the new one and seeing like the references from the John Carpenter's. So. Right yeah. on. Go see it. Okay, now we're going into our horror history segment. So pretty much this is a segment where I talk about history of... Oh, I talk about a film that, that kind of influenced horror history and, like, like a film that's that's prominent in that, like, it's it's good to watch, you know? Okay. And uh, I talk about, like, I give you some facts, a bit of the context of it, and then some personal highlights of mine. And I try to do it within three minutes, so I, excuse me if I talk too fast. I'll try to breathe and be as clear as possible. And, uh, Steve, when you're ready... Three, four, three, two... <laughs> One. Here we go. Okay, so the movie today uh, is Freaks from 1932. It was directed by Todd Browning, who actually who also directed Dracula 1931 with Bella Lugosi. He was on the, like the cusp of being like boom, he's booming. He made it. He was a super uh, successful Dracula. So he went on to make this film. Um, stars Olga Baklanova, who plays Cleopatra, Henry Victor, who plays Hercules, and Harry Earls, who plays Hans, who happens to be a little person. Um, a circus beautiful trapeze artist agrees to marry the leader of sideshow performance, who is Hans, but his deformed friends discover she is only marrying him for his inheritance. Mm-hmm. Why this film is important? Uh, so, the original reception of the film was infamous. Uh, this was by MGM. The film uh, dis- the film doesn't hold back on its portrayal of dif- disabilities and deformities. It's very like, oh my god. It's, it could be shocking for people who aren't ready for it. Um, MGM uh, quickly disowned the film and it fell into obscurity obscurity for 40 uh, years and uh, after this also um, Todd Browning could not get like another break uh, with film like he was kind of like shunned a bit and so he couldn't continue making more films of this like so he had to do other stuff the realism of the film in, in front and behind the scenes so Browning used to work in circuses and actually called upon his real life sideshow performers from his past to star in the film that's why it feels so real because everything you see is real. There's no practical, there's no like effects really until the very end. Um, so yeah, we see dwarves, bearded lady, women with no arms, a man with only his upper torso and arms, and his name is Johnny Eck, which is like one of the most iconic, as well as some Siamese twins and the mm-hmm. pinhead named Schlit- Schlitzy and uh, her family. But also behind the scenes, the cast was made uh, was made to eat on picnic tables away from the rest of the MGM workforce because mm. of how, you know, unsettling their their looks, you know, what they look for, uh, like. Uh, and it's a direct mirror to the isolation suffered by the characters they were playing in real life. Some subtext. It's, it's that of a group of people banding together against a society that only wants to deride and reject them. Also, for three-fourths of the movie, we are made to empathize with the freaks and to pity them and to hate the people that laugh at them but then the last scenes of the film flip this on its head when they start to turn on those that have shamed them is when the real terror starts and the inhumanity of the freaks come out uh, personal highlights of mine the climax of the film still holds up to this day um when they are excavating their uh, exacting their revenge on cleopatra and hercules and they are silently slithering through the mud and the rain they are lit up by the lightning storm and revealing that they have knives and shivs slowly coming towards their victim is so terrifying to me and um 
Oh, and I think we're... Oh, oh no, we got... It. So, the ending to how they leave Cleopatra deformed, covered in feathers, mutilated to look like chicken feet, vocal cords wrecked, only to squawk their message, and the message is clear. If Cleopatra saw them not as humans, but as animals, then the ultimate revenge would be to make her one of them. And wow. her dad ending is terrifying. She finally accepts, she is finally and truly accepted as one of them or one of us. One of us. Google gobble, Google gobble. We accept her. One of us. One of us. Google gobble, Google gobble. We accept her. One of us. Terrifying. Truly terrifying stuff. So yeah, everything you see now is like it's it's all real, and that's Cleopatra, the, the uh, main antagonist, and that's Hercules, like her like henchman in a sense, and that's like the freaks accepting her, and they're all drinking out of this chalice and everything, and they they make her try to drink out of it, and she's like no, and she's being really rude and everything, <laughs> but yeah, so that's our show. I mean that's 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 uh, horror history. My God, uh, sorry, it was a tight one this one, um, but next week's film is a 1932 film called Vampire. A it's a spelled v-a-m-p-y-r it is a german french film if you're subscribers to filmstruck you can find it for free on that but it's literally two dollars to rent anywhere else online on vod and uh yeah so one last thing before we go uh, the giveaway so pretty much for this giveaway what i want you to do is either comment down below or hit us up on twitter and instagram at horror news ptn or comments on the youtube uh the YouTube, uh, you know, comments after the fact. <laughs> once you're able to comment, number one question you have to answer: What are what was our first special guest on this show that we had? What was our very first guest Ooh. that we had on this show? Ooh. And the second question: Where? Okay, so that the second <laughs> question: What film does this phrase originate? What the, what from does this phrase originate? And the phrase is: You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Where is that phrase from? So again, it's you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Where's that? Where's that? What movie is that from? And also, what was our very first special guest on this show? And you will get this awesome Mandy poster. I will ship it to you personally, and you will have a cool poster to to uh, to to hang up on your wall. So yeah. Um, and that's our show. We have to wrap. I know we're cutting a little late. I'm so sorry. But you can find me everywhere at Tony B. Tony. Wait. Yes. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can find me, Anthony Becerra, at Tony B. Tony underscore T-O-N-Y, letter B, T-O-N-Y underscore Carrie. Yes, you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Hey guys, I'm Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And Tony B. Joker here. Thank you to all the people in the chat. Oh, I really appreciate I can't really get into it. <clears throat> I really appreciated you guys being here and enjoying the time with us. And this has been another edition of Horror Movie News. <laughs> Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. And we'd like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.